I'm Audrey, and I'm so glad you're here listening to the podcast, It's Too Wonderful. This show is inspired by Psalm 139, when David writes how God has searched him and knows him fully, and that this knowledge of himself is too wonderful for him to know. We can't even know ourselves, let alone the maker of the universe and the savior of our souls. I am fascinated by this reality, so naturally I started a podcast about it. My hope is that what you hear on this show inspires you to go and have similar conversations in your own life with people that you love and to spend more time with Jesus, who loves you the most. Hello, welcome back to another episode of It's Too Wonderful. Today's episode is going to be different. I am having my dad, Jeff Akins, on as our guest, and he was born profoundly deaf. So you will never be able to listen back to this podcast. He hasn't been able to listen to any of my podcasts so far, but I think his story is really powerful and is a great way to learn more about the way that God has created us and how to be content in that, how to find the goodness in that, and the way that we can look back on our life, seeing how God provided in ways we've never expected. We talk about what it was like for him to grow up deaf, how he learned to communicate, what he thinks about deafness now, and how that has impacted the person he has become. Say hi, Dad. Hi, Audrey. (laughs) Guys, I had to do a lot of work. (laughs) to get him to come into the studio because my dad is deaf um, and he can't hear my podcast, which I'm going to interrupt this. Dad, you can hear the breathing. Oh, I can. Well, they they can. So if you're not talking, just lean away from the mic. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Well, you don't have to go that far. But while I'm talking, you can just be off the mic. Anyways. Um, yes. So my dad is in town visiting and I thought it would be cool to have him on the podcast because I think his story is really powerful and impactful. And at least for me growing up, having a deaf dad was not anything weird or different because it was all I knew. And then as I started to get a little older, I realized, oh, wow, (laughs) this has really shaped who I am and the way I view life and the way I communicate. Um, and I think is a big reason what brought me to this studio right now. Um, so I thought it would be sweet to have him on so you guys can learn more about him and his story and in that, how that impacts me. So this episode is going to be a little different, not our typical format where we're going to focus on my dad's story. And I hope that in that you maybe get a different perspective or, a new way to look at life that I think can be really valuable. I remember when you were little, uh-huh. you thought all oh, that was that. Yeah, That's yeah. Funny. No, it was. <laughs> Growing up, I I remember this moment. I thought that all dads were deaf because my dad was deaf. I'm sure you might have had that experience. Maybe it's something your mom did in the kitchen that you thought everyone did. And then you came to college and you're like, oh, not everyone does that. For me, it was, oh, all dads are deaf. Like when you talk to a dad, you have to look at him in the eyes and make sure he can see your lips because he has to read them. And I remember the moment when I was probably, I don't know, five or six and maybe younger. And somebody's dad was at our house Mm -hmm. 
and one of my friend's dad was at our house and she like started talking to him while his back was to her and he answered her without looking at her and I was like what how, how could he and then it, it, I remember it was like an internal I didn't be like oh wait your dad's not deaf it was just like internal oh wait whoa not all dads are like this yeah that's pretty interesting why, why is that interesting to you I don't know I mean I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious when you told me that story. Yeah. I just never thought of that way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have so many questions swirling around in my head. But before we get into like all of that in your story, one thing I do on every episode, and for whoever's listening right now, this is also really interesting because obviously my dad can't listen to any of my podcast episodes, which that's a whole thing in itself. But you connect with the podcast in other ways. Like I remember. I mean, with all the technology we have, I'm surprised podcasts don't have, you know, closed captions. Yeah. Like YouTube does. Yeah. If you click play on the computer, uh-huh. too bad they can have captions. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's pretty simple. With AI, you should be able to like transcribe a podcast, but that's not free. You would have to like download a platform and then like take the audio file and put it into the thing. Well, don't forget that AI out there. I know, I know, but it should be free with the service, I think. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, all that to say, he doesn't know what I usually talk about in the podcast or like how an episode works. So we're just going to be going along with that. But something I always ask my guests is, What's something that they're looking forward to about today or that they're just like hopeful for in this season of life? <laughs> what? <laughs> Re- repeat that question. Repeat. Okay. E- so it's like you can choose what's something you're looking forward to about today mm-hmm. or what's something that you're excited or looking forward to about like just this part of life right now um, like for you i feel like this season of life you're in sure. is you just became a empty nester got it okay so like what's something that you're excited about about that po- part of life well i mean it's only been about a month and a half yeah so since my little sister left for college. Yeah, sorry. Hi, Beth. <laughs> so, yeah, we would be traveling more. Jen and I are just now more laid back. Almost just do whatever we want to do. Rather try to plan every day with our kids. Yeah. So, it'd be interesting for our next chapter is... I mean, it could be traveling more. I mean, we haven't really thought about it. It's just. Yeah, I can see you guys traveling more. I think that would be cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, we do travel a lot already. Yeah. But yeah. now we're doing that minute weekend trips. Spon- spontaneous. spontaneous. <laughs> so, um, so that's been fun. So almost every weekend we'll be busy. Yeah. Um, speaking of spontaneity this just like reminds me um it was last night I think I think this can apply to a lot of people too so I just like for you to talk a little bit about this 
But we were talking about post-grad things because I graduate in two months. Mm-hmm. And there just can be a lot of pressure to... Ha- and I, like, if you've listened to the podcast, you know I talk about this all the time of like, what is your plan for the next chapter or like the five-year plan or whatever and trying to figure that out but being like oh well God's in control of all of it at the end of the day and he can change it at the flip of a hat so why should we worry versus like no there is some responsibility and autonomy we have over our future and what what is the line there I thought it was interesting how you were talking about like the two different kinds of minds like the entrepreneurial mind and Mm -hmm. the more science-based mind and like just naturally how those people have different paths and not trying to like confuse them. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Well, I mean, you can't compare yourself to others. Yeah. Because everybody has different goals, different styles, and you can't all have the same plan. Mm. Or when you see yourself in five years, Mm -hmm. it's just you meet people... Mm -hmm. That you can talk about your experience with that. Well, we have to college, but go to graduating. Yeah, because how was college One step for you? at a time. Yeah, how was college for you as a deaf person? I mean, it was really hard for me because yeah. when I was in high school, everything was based on books. Mm. So I never understood what my teacher said. Okay. So I just studied. You know, like textbooks, mm-hmm. tests, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's how I get by. Yeah. Then, I went to college. Uh, we, we we had textbooks, mm-hmm. but when we took the finals, nothing was based on the test. Mm. It was all based on lecture. Mm. I was like, oh, no, I'm screwed. Mm. So, the first year was really challenging. And I realized, okay, I need to sit in front of the class, which I hate. <laughs> I like to sit in the back, be cool, <laughs> try to fit in. Yeah. So, and the worst part is, mm-hmm. I need an uh, interpreter mm. to sign language yeah. in front of the class. Me okay. sitting in front, mm. that draws a lot of attention. Yeah. And Ugh. everybody's staring at me. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. And I hate that feeling. But mm. I got used to it after a month. Yeah. So I did not know sign language. Right. So after the first year I had to take a class and learn how to sign in one summer. The entire language. I can't believe you learned a whole language in one summer. It was really hard, <laughs> but I had a couple of different interpreters. Okay. The one that I liked the most uh-huh. is they moved their mouth too. Mm. So I can read lips as a backup. Yeah. If I don't know if that's sign language. Yeah. That makes sense. No, yeah. Well, it's interesting because last night someone told me, oh my gosh, you're so expressive in the way that you talk and you use your hands and you use your mouth and like that's really cool. And I was just like, yeah, I, I really think that's because I grew up with a deaf dad and I like it wasn't even really you never told me like oh you have to be more expressive I mean that's part of my language yeah body language mm. you see your facial expressions how you move how you talk it's just that's how 
I kind of communicate too. Yeah. So it just helps you understand better. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So you were in college. You didn't know um, sign, and then you realized, oh gosh, I'm not going to pass class if I don't know this language. So you learn language. How did you grow up if you didn't know sign language? How did you communicate? Well, lip reading. So can you talk a little bit about what that looked like? I mean, it, it's like how do you learn how to hear to communicate? Mm. You were just bored with it. So I felt like I was bored with it to read other people's lips. Really? Yeah. But you still had to... Like, okay, so for context, who so was listening, we call his mom, my grandma, we call her Buttons, and she's the one who taught my dad how to lip read. She told me that, like, um, the lip read word and the object association had to happen 10,000 times. Something like that. Before yeah. it sunk in. I mean, I was so young, so it's kind yeah. of hard to remember. Yeah. But I remember learning how to speak, mm. not learning how to read lips. Whoa. It just became all natural to me to read lips. It's probably because, you know, my parents did an early age. Yeah. And I just don't remember that part. Yeah. But the speech therapist mm-hmm. have been taking my all the way up to maybe I can't remember, like right before middle school mm-hmm. I think. But I should take more speech therapist. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's all about feeling the pressure in front of the lips, your throat, mm-hmm. the vibration. Yeah. Like C T D, right? Mm-hmm. Those letters. If you read that, they all look the same. Yeah. But I think it's, I think it's crazy that you talk about it of of like, oh, I didn't learn how to read lips. I learned how to speak. And I think that way of communicating is like what has made you such a good communicator. Because for context, for whoever's listening, he did not want to record this today. He was like, I can't talk about myself. It's weird that I can't hear it, which is really valid. But I was like, Dad, you're one of the best communicators I know. Because whenever we're having a conversation, you're looking at me the whole time. And you have to be. I have no choice. (laughs) Well, that makes you like, I mean, even regardless of the choice, like it makes you a really good listener. And I think the best communicators are good listeners. I mean, the best part is you Mm -hmm. and Beth Mm -hmm. know how to lip read, correct? Kind of. I'm not great at it, but But I know Beth can, right? Yeah. Because I noticed that when Beth... Mm-hmm. Talk to me. She doesn't use her voice. Mm. It's a bad habit. So <laughs> not talking to me without using no, her voice. No, she does yeah. do that. Yeah, and I. So sometimes we're in the room. We're talking back and forth. Yeah. And other people looking at it goes, "Are they Jedi or something?" Are they Jedi? That's so funny. Um, okay, yeah. Going back to like learning how to speak and all of that. Can you talk a little bit about how that like? just your experience being deaf impacted your childhood and like the relationships you had with people, like what school was like, all that stuff. Oh boy. Um, I mean, I don't know how far back, but I was in 
you know, dev school all the way up mm-hmm. to sixth grade. Okay. Yes. With you know, in class with all the students like me. Mm-hmm. So no problem fitting in because mm. we all have the same issues. Yeah. Huh. And then I don't know who thought I was well. Okay, tough years ago to normal school. Yeah. Certainly seventh grade. Okay. Um, man, you know, a lot of great friends. Uh one on one. But you know how school is always in a table with six or seven other people. That's why I feel left out. It can't follow everybody's conversation at the same mm. time. So yeah, I mean it was like that pretty much my whole life. But me and a lot of good friends even since one on one. Yeah. We I was talking about this with buttons of the kind of friends you make. Um, I think it's really interesting because they have body they go face and they're willing to like I think I, I look at you have really good friends and a lot I mean might meet someone uh-huh. for the first few minutes I could tell and we could become friends or not. Yeah. That is crazy. Because you can't teach them how to mm. speak better, right? Yeah. So it's like the moment you meet someone, mm. okay, there's going to be jealousy. Mm. Or, or anybody, I mean, that kind of saying, by mm. the way, we can hit it off. Which, oh, that is just crazy to me, thinking about, like, how we communicate and how that forms our relationships. Because I think for a lot of people, it takes more time because, like, if you're somebody who can understand anyone who speaks English, it's like, well, anyone can be your friend because I can understand all of you. But then you have to get to this level of like, no, can I really like, do we connect? Do we really understand each other? And that is like what forms the friendship. But for you, I think that's like risen to the surface a lot quicker because the people who are like able and willing to put themselves out there and be like, oh my gosh, yeah, like it doesn't bug me if I have to like, say something again twice or like look at you in the eye and they're not like weirded out or uncomfortable yeah, I mean, by that. They're totally natural. Yeah. Oh no big deal. Okay. I mean they kinda know mm-hmm. that I was deaf. Yeah. But, you know, it's just I meet so many people that just mumbled. Yeah. Cannot understand a word. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. You're not gonna be my friend. <laughs> Which is like <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> Yeah. I mean it makes sense. Transitioning from that a little bit I want to talk about like some things that you like you thought being deaf was going to impact your future oh yeah I mean I was terrified Mm. like how am I gonna that was before technology before cell phones yeah texting yeah I mean I used to go to my dad's office Mm -hmm. everybody's talking on the phone Mm. I'm like, geez, how am I going to do this? Mm. And, yeah, so it's a miracle because as soon as I graduated from college, cell phone came out, email mm. was just starting. It was like, there was hope. Yeah. 
did you think that like because you were deaf you weren't gonna be able to like be successful oh yeah i thought i was gonna live on the street mm. i mean it was my biggest fear out of why but yeah um, yeah so it's crazy how nobody talks about the phone anymore yeah now everybody's just I'm on the same level mm. as everybody, you know, working or whatever. Mm-hmm. Amazing how the world changed, yeah. It's crazy that I remember Granny, my mom's mom, mm. always tells me, your future is bright. Mm. So give them hope. God has great plans for you. Mm. I never believed her, but she was right. Yeah. Why was she right? Because women's always white. <laughs> oh, Dad. <laughs> no, really. Like, you can talk about, like, what God has done. I mean, he provided, you know, support for me. I mm. mean, I don't know. I never thought God had planned for me mm. while I was, you know, which one? I don't know, current times. Mm. And then you take a moment and look back. Mm. Wow. That was a major plan he had for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Can't complain. Yeah. LJ and I always talk about how God's love language is retrospect of how a lot of times in the present, and I think this is kind of what you're saying, when we're in the present, it's really easy to be like, ah, like, is God working? What's God's plan for my life? Like, I feel really lost. And then as people who like have the Holy Spirit inside of us, who follow Jesus, who lay down our lives, like every day for, for him, we can look back on our lives and see, oh my gosh, like look at all that he has done. And it, he doesn't stop. He's a constant God. He's constantly good. So if he can do that in my past, it's not in his character to stop doing that in my future. Yeah, because when you live the moment, mm-hmm. everything's hard. You look at the negative things. This is tough. Oh, no, I'm going to do this. Yeah. But if you think back, you look at all the good things. Mm. Right? Yeah. Because I remember not being in school. Mm-hmm. Kids making fun of me, mm-hmm. being deaf. I used to be frustrated with God. Mm. Why did you make me deaf? Mm. All that. And now I look back. Oh, wow. I don't know why God made me deaf. You know, he protected me. You know, the, all the bad things that was going on. Right? Like what? Because I can't hear. Mm. You know, I don't know. All the bad things that goes on. I was totally protected for that. Mm. Right? Do you think it made life a little simpler? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, no. Yeah. I mean, people ask me if you had to go back, when you pick, do you want to be deaf or hearing? Mm. I wouldn't change the thing. Yeah. Which I think that speaks to like a deep contentment, too. And you probably think this is like me like looking into it a lot, but I just see like a deep contentment in the way that God made you because I mean, even looking at, you know, 
just like the dad, the father you are to me. And (laughs) I literally have a podcast that you can't hear. And then like, I was a dancer. And so I was dancing to music in high school. I was in choir. I was in show choir. I sang like music has always been when I was little, I would like dance and sing around the house from literally the moment I could speak. I mean, like I, like you said, yeah, I be visual, yeah. I love watching you about dance, mm-hmm. body language. Mm-hmm. You know, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, the music behind it. So yeah. Right. Well, which is crazy because for somebody who ex- who knows what music is, it's like, of course you need it. Like so. I literally go to a music school, <laughs> but like, I think it has made me such a more well-rounded artist and person to appreciate like each of the senses for like what they are and I think it yeah it just like makes me a better artist that I can like see it for more than the music like the fact that you can sit in like a trumpet recital with me and be like no like I appreciated some aspect of that even though you couldn't hear anything is crazy to me I know. I mean, you know, we have multiple relationships mm-hmm. because we always have to look each other in the eye mm-hmm. and communicate, which yeah. is powerful. Like, yeah. I mean, it's crazy if I watched that, you and Beth would be probably be totally different people, you know? Yeah. So that's why I wouldn't change anything because you guys turn out pretty awesome. Aw. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. Um, yeah, I just I think it's really cool that you wouldn't that you wouldn't change the way that God made you. Yeah, don't match with God's plan, right? <laughs> I think in talking about like just the fact that you wouldn't have you wouldn't have changed the fact that you were deaf. Um and I think for a long time you probably saw that as like a weakness. Or something that put you like below other people, or like set you back. Well, at first, my weakness was the by you know the brothers, the everybody else. I was below everybody, right? Mm. But now I realize everybody struggles in different ways. Yeah, me be deaf. It's just that was my struggle. Mm. So it's just that really. Make the best out of it. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Which I guess you kind of answered my question, but my question in that was what advice would you have for someone who is like frustrated or feels like hopeless with like maybe something that they're experiencing that they feel like sets them back? Yeah, I mean, like I said, we all have problems. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have disease of some sort. Mm -hmm. You just have to. Stop comparing yourself with others. Mm. That's why I would always compare myself. Well, thinking here, the life is much easier than mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. But I that much is true. Mm-hmm. I think talking a little bit about like a typical church service for you because I know that's been something 
hard and something I think about a lot of like, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners can relate. In the church, typically we see a lot of emotional highs and experiencing God through worship and music and just like looking around during worship and seeing all these people like hands raised so into it and like you can't hear anything. Yeah, I mean, I miss out so much. I mean, not hearing the message my Mm -hmm. whole life. I mean, just through family, you know, my mom, since be, um, oh, luckily I had good relationship with my pastor. Mm. So we'll have one-on-one conversation. Mm. We'll have, we have small Bible study groups. Mm. So that was much, you know, makes better sense for me. Mm. So church doesn't really do anything wow. much for me. Yeah. But I only go to church, you know, just be with my family mm. and networking. I'm not networking. <laughs> <laughs> just like being in community. Community. <laughs> oh. <laughs> networking at church, that's good. <laughs> well, that's networking fine. kind of, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm never all the time going up to church, you mm. know, see other people quiet, get mm. emotional. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Mm. So, yeah, um, so the church I'm in right now, I talked with the um, communications team about getting, you know, live capturing on the screen because we have all the technology. We can make it happen. So hopefully that will happen. Yeah, well, I'm hopeful too. And I think it's cool how it sounds like the main way that you, like, relate with God and know more about Jesus is through relationships like through being in relationship with other people it can't because I think a struggle with the church today is people go in they sit down they listen to a message they consume it and they leave exactly and you can't do that no so you are you almost are like forced into this place of like no I need one-on-one relationship Mm mm-hmm to see my faith flourish. Exactly. I mean, I had some easy, you know, role models mm-hmm. throughout the church. Mm. And we'll have lunch together. Mm. I don't know how, but it just it became natural. Mm. It was much more powerful than going to church because we get a deep conversation. Yeah. It's just one-on-one, which is much more Anyway, so yeah, yeah, be very grateful mm-hmm. to be to meet the people throughout my life. Yeah, and I've been talking a lot about that with my friends of just like I think nowadays the way that church is set up, um, or just the way that like people who are Christian try to invite people into the faith is just like, oh, come with me to church, right? And the person comes in, sits next to them, is like, what's going on? Here's something. And then leaves. And that doesn't really, I mean, it can. Obviously, the Lord can work through anything. But I think it may be a deeper way to invite someone into, like, the Christian walk is not just come with me to church, but come with me to lunch. Like, come into my life. Let me, let, 
let me take you. You can like follow me. <laughs> like yeah, Jesus I mean, says, you know, like follow me and I will show you the way I live my life. And I think like what you're saying, that's so much more powerful. It is. I mean, for me, the best part of going to church is after the service. Mm. You see everybody talking to everybody and see how they're doing. Yeah. And maybe we're going to lunch yeah. together, spend the day together. So that was reason why mm. I go to church. It's just be with people. Yeah. I mean, I will hear some messages at church, but maybe depends who's speaking, but mm-hmm. usually sometimes 20%, mm. sometimes 80%. Mm. Yeah, and like, like I remember growing up, and sometimes we were the last people to leave church exactly. like it was us and the clerks and we would just be sitting there talking for out like literally so long and then be like oh do you want to get lunch and then that bleeds into watching the football game in the afternoon and then we all make dinner together and then before you know it like the day's over and we just like lingered together in community and i think that's what a lot of people don't have nowadays and are missing and that is like the joy of being in the body of Christ and just doing life together. That's how he created us. Yeah, I mean, I remember the pastor would talk about creating another service because mm-hmm. our church was getting bigger. Yeah. And of course, we, you know, be selfish. No, let's keep it small. Because mm. I want to see everybody in one service. Mm. So, but God, you know, wants us to reach out with people and span anybody's mm-hmm. welcome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, big churches are really hard because people just come and leave. Yeah. Smaller churches is more adventuring in the community. Yeah. And it's like, if you go to a big church, how can you find that small community and become invested in that? Exactly. That's why you know, they do small groups of Bible studies. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, I just think, I just think the way that, like, you relate to God and that, like, your faith plays out like it highlights the importance of relationships that everybody like we all need that and I just think it's cool that like um your deafness just like brings that to the surface um this is a this is a weird pivot I just have a couple more questions but I don't know if we've ever talked about this (laughs) Uh (laughs) but what do you think heaven is gonna be like for you of like being able, like, do you see like, oh, I'm gonna be able to hear again? Honestly, I don't really think about that stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. You live, you live very in the present. Sure, yes, I do. Yeah. That's my survival, really. Mm. Um, just take it day by day, not think too far ahead, because you miss out all the special moments. Yeah. But yeah, sure, we're going to have it. You know, I'll be able to hear <laughs> same level as everybody. Yeah. Be crazy. It'll be crazy. I can't wait. Maybe I'll be the best speaker in heaven. Okay, I think about that sometimes, because... I'm like, where did I get my musical capabilities? Because I think there's like an element. I mean, I see a lot of my friends who have musical talent, like 
their parents were musical or whatever. But like, you love you, mom. She doesn't. Oh, the dark she would i mean she'd be the first to say she's not a great singer and she doesn't have a like a robust like musical experience but your brother does and so and you grew up in the womb forming as if you could hear so i think about that sometimes Mm -hmm. if it's like in your genetics to be somebody can you imagine we get to heaven and you are like the best singer Rock star, yeah. you're, you're like you're a musician <laughs> I could totally, maybe one day <laughs> that'll be cool um okay we'll wrap up we'll do the last question um i end every podcast um so like the purpose of my podcast is you know it's called it's too wonderful and it's based on psalm 139 when David is writing a song and he's talking about how God knows everything about him. He knows when he sits down. He knows when he goes to bed. He knows every thought before he even thinks them. God knows the thoughts that he's going to think. Um, he's with us wherever we go. And he writes like that knowledge that God knows everything about me is too wonderful for me to know. Like fully knowing myself is too wonderful for me. It says that in the Bible three times. There's three times that that word too wonderful is used. Um, And I think with a lot of podcasts, you know, it's maybe it's a teaching podcast on like, we're going to talk about this specific thing in theology or this specific structure in the church and, I kind of wanted my podcast to be something of like, no, we're just talking about the things that are faith that maybe we don't have answers to. And maybe it's just a big question mark and that we get to lean into that. Um, and maybe we can rest at the end of the day and knowing that it's just too wonderful. So I, every person I have on, I ask them what's something that's too wonderful for you to fully understand about who God is. So, you know, sometimes people will say like, I, my most recent guest, she said, honestly, like this sky, like I look up in the sky and every day it's different. And like God designed that and he created us to just be able to look up and see that. And that just like blows my mind. That's too wonderful for me. So, and it's okay if you need a little time to think about it. But is there anything for you that's like, that comes to mind that's like, I just, I will never be able to understand this about God? Oh boy. <laughs> this is pretty serious. <laughs> um, I mean, my life's been pretty wonderful, really. Mm. I have a busy wife, busy kids. We live in a beautiful area. I had a great career. I mean, everything is wonderful. <laughs> I mean, we we had a lot of jealousy, challenges going up. And I never really looked back and focused on those. I just kind of forgot about it. Maybe that's wonderful because God means you forget about it. Hey, you have a good, all the 
fans of being me be who I am. No regrets, really. Certainly I'll make mistakes. But that was part of God's plan is make those stupid mistakes. Just become who you are. Really. Yeah, that's beautiful. Like the way that God has worked in your life is too wonderful for you. Yes. <laughs> that's that's really powerful. Ooh, that's a good one to go out on. <laughs> um I'm so glad we did this. Yeah, it was all fun. I was getting I was pointing nervous, but this is pretty cool. Yeah. It always turns out. It always turns out good. And um I think it's cool that I get to put something out into the world that you will never be able to hear. I mean, but it's also cool because now you know, like you know what's going out because you were here. You can read my lips. So like understanding a little bit more of what I do is cool. Yeah, I mean, I grew up busy. I can hear mm. now to be happy who I am. Mm. I struggle growing up. Like, mm-hmm. Why am I deaf? Mm. I wish I could hear, but that would be a lot easier. Mm. But now I think back. My life's been pretty amazing. Mm. I would need to hear. I would need to fix anything. Because God has a purpose. Amen. <laughs> we'll go out on that. At the end of every episode, I remind everyone who's listening that there are no such thing as coincidences. And to remember how much Jesus loves you individually today. And look out for the little ways that he's loving you. So... Thank you for listening. Who's ever listened? I hope that this makes you think about life differently. Maybe helps you be a better listener and just live in the present. Enjoy life. Thanks for being on podcast, Dad. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of It's Too Wonderful. I hope you enjoyed it and that this inspires you to go have similar conversations with your friends, your family the people you love, and most importantly, with Jesus. Remember to go leave a rating and review. I really need those to get this podcast out and about. Go give us a follow on Instagram at It's Too Wonderful Pod.